The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. There was the great Rav Shach, Rebbe Lozer Menachem Man Shach. He was a great tzaddik. He was the Rosh Yeshiva of Yeshiva Sponovich. He was an individual that at one time in his life had nothing and lived on a roof, literally on the roof, the top floor of a shul, because his town was overtaken and he didn't have a shower. The only time he could get a shower was when it would rain outside and it would be night and nobody would see him. He would be able to go up to the roof and to get a shower. Rav Shach asked his great uncle, he was in Europe and his great uncle had gone to Eretz Yisroel and he asked him if he could come to Yerushalayim He told him that he wants very much to go. However, it was difficult for him because his uncle did not give him an answer that was affirmative, did not tell him to leave. So, Rabbi Zalman Meltzer told him that he should remain. And there he did. He had great Amunus Chachomim and he impacted on thousands of Talmidim, of students, that were able to drink from his Torah and grow to be great in Torah themselves. Fifteen years later, he asked the great Goin, Reb Chaim Oyser Grudzinski from Vilna, if he could go to Eretz Yisrael. He did not want to leave without asking a Shaila. Even though he was great, he wanted to ask somebody that was older whether he should go or not. At that time, Rabbi Salman said, there is no way in Eretz Yisrael, Parnas is very difficult, money is not uh, to be had, it's a problem. Right now, I think you should stay, because where's the place that you would go to? Time elapsed. Unfortunately, at that time, things in Europe had turned, the ugly head of anti-Semitism was rearing its head once again and it became impossible to stay. Thereof Shach realized there is no way that he could stay and he began to try to understand how could he go. He went to Moscow. There at Moscow he came to the consulate, the Turkish consulate, and he felt maybe that he could find an understanding heart within that consulate. And he wanted to go, to be able to go to Turkey and then eventually make his way to the Holy Land. However, he went to the consulate. And unfortunately, the person in the consulate could not speak a word of any other language but the language that the Turkish people speak. Rav Shach went with Yiddish. Rav Shach went with anything that he knew, and he tried to make himself understood, the consulate would not understand him, and therefore he could not make any move to save him and to save his family. All of a sudden, comes walking in another person, another individual, a person of understanding, a Rosh Hashiva, who somehow realized what he had to do. 
He was there for the same purpose of Rashach, but he pleaded on behalf of Rashach. And Rashach went over to the corner and began to daven and began to cry, please let this shliach be matzliach, please let him be successful. And that Rosh Hashiva came over and started to do sign language. He pointed up this way and he pointed down that way. And he started to do all kinds of gestures and gesticulations. All of a sudden, the consulate, the member said, I will grant a passport, I will grant papers for the Rav Shach and his family. Nobody knows how that sort of sign language worked. They eventually got to Turkey. When they came to Turkey, they were stopped at the border. The man at the border said, there is no way I'm allowing another Jew in. You want to become people over here. You want to have us take care of you. You want to add to our burden. We don't need immigrants. The answer is no. No, you can't come in. Imagine not being admitted to a country, not allowing Rav Shach and his family to come in. It could mean certain death. Rav Shach began to daven. He davened and he cried right outside the Gvul, right by the border. He cried for about 20 minutes spent in tefillah. All of a sudden, an aristocratic man came. Individual presented himself to the people at the border. The people at the border seemed to have great respect for this man, whoever he was. The man started to point at Rav Shach and his family. And the man said, Rav Shach overheard it. The man said, I am responsible for these people. They will not stay. They will not become a burden to the country. They will leave and go to Israel. I take responsibility. I'm Achroi. With that, they let Rav Shach and his family into the border. Rav Shach never knew who this man was, never saw the man again. Could be Elio Anovi, could be someone that Hashem had sent because of the tefillahs of Rav Shach. The Chiddush is not only Rav Shach's tefillahs, but the tefillah of the Oni Ve'evyon, of the poor person, of the nobody, of the individual that's down, of the person that is a sinner, of the Balavera, the individual that felt that he's a lo yutzloch, that he's never successful in life, the tefillah of the humble and the poor, that tefillah is listened to by Hashem. Hashem listens to that minion, the minion that everybody that's a nebach joins into. If there is such a thing as a nebach, Hashem hears their tefillahs. Hashem is waiting for their prayers. Hashem listens and they're saved. And Hashem provides for them the salvation. Everybody should be mochosek. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.